strange things are afoot at the Circle K. I'm very important. Uh, I have any leather-bound book, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. I, I'm friends with Merlin Olsen, too. He comes over on occasion. Hello, 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 everybody out there in podcast land. This is Strange Things Are Afoot at the Circle K. It is Easter Sunday. And I came up with a theme song. I was just fucking around before I decided to crack the mic. Well, actually, that's a lie. I cracked the mic a few times just to kind of do a, a sound check, if you will. Um, just start. Usually I just start talking and uh, checking my levels and stuff. And I was singing to myself because I'm like everyone else who can't sing. I enjoyed singing and pretending like uh, I can sing. But this is what I came up with, okay? This is my theme song. <clears throat> Everybody listening? Okay. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. This podcast is on Easter Sunday. I know what you're thinking. No, I'm not gay. That's all I came up with so far. Um, what do you think? You think I should keep it? Go ahead and leave your comment down below. Like and subscribe. Um, every time I watch a YouTube video, it, it always ends the same way. You know, there's a link up here, or maybe it's down here. There's a link in the description. Like and subscribe. And, uh, yeah. I guess I'm the exact same way. I'm wanting people to listen to this. Of course I'm doing this for myself, but why would I do it and put it up I mean, why would I put it up on iTunes if it was just purely for myself? So I'm going to stop lying to myself and say, yeah, I would like other people to listen. So feel free to share it with your friends and maybe subscribe. Maybe go to iTunes and leave a comment. That would be pretty fucking cool too. But if not, hey, I'm going to keep doing it anyway. So it is Easter Sunday. I am kind of in a silly, silly mood. My wife has gone to her... Uh, horsey riding lessons. She started learning how to ride a horse. Well, she kind of already knew, but just taking some some refresher lessons. So she's off doing that, and I'm left at home to my own devices, whatever that means. <clears throat> what device do you mean? To my own device, like a giant dildo? Is that is that what it means? Uh, he's left alone to his own devices. What device are we talking about? Is that... Uh, that device means something else, but <clears throat> okay. So today we are brought to you by, well, me. If you've listened to this before, you know that I have unofficial sponsors. And my unofficial sponsors are Caveman Coffee, because that's what I drink right when I wake up. And the second beverage I have, okay, <laughs> as you can hear, I'm about to be a, I'm, I'm a kind of an addict of caffeine. The second drink I have is NOS Energy Drink. They are an unofficial sponsor, and God damn it, I want them to be an official sponsor because I'm sick of buying this shit. I want it for fucking free. God damn it, I'm a podcaster. I should get some free shit. <sighs> and my wife would, she would be pissed that I would want NOS for free and not Caveman Coffee. So either one, Caveman Coffee is kind of expensive. NOS, not as much because I just buy it by the can. But anyway, either one, donate to my podcast. Get me some free NOS. Because if I didn't have NOS, I probably wouldn't even turn on this podcast. So it is Easter Sunday. 
and uh, this podcast is, uh, what is this podcast about? Well, you're going to have to find out for yourself and just listen. And if you need to get caught up on shit, then go back and listen to some of the other podcasts. You don't have to pay for that shit. Just fucking download it. What else do you got to do with your fucking life? You're telling me you're not driving in the car for hours a week and you don't have time to listen? Bullshit. Listen. God damn it. I'm going to say a lot of God damn it just because it's Easter and I feel it's appropriate. This podcast, I started a thing um, a couple podcasts ago where I have my unofficial official sponsors, which is Nas Energy Drink and Caveman Coffee. And then I have my uh, different sponsors every week that um, since I don't have sponsors because I'm a very small podcast and no one listens. I just dropped one of them. Hold on a second. Let me go down. Hold, hold on. Uh, talks among yourself. And got it. So I bring three products from my house and I go, well, of course I would want them to sponsor my podcast because I have these items in my house. So why not uh, just throw it out there to the world, give them some free advertising, right? And say, I officially endorse this product because I fucking bought it and it's in my house. So obviously, how can I not endorse it, right? So the very first product I have, see, I actually bring real shit upstairs to my little studio. I mean, this isn't just makeup shit. I don't go on the internet. Look, listen, I have these products here. Okay, this is called, let me turn on this lamp real quick so I can read this. Ah, Peaceful Fruits is the brand. Wild Acai Fruit Strips. I got these off Amazon, and they're basically like a really bland fruit roll-up. Imagine a fruit roll-up and take away all the fun and flavor, and that's what you got. But this is supposedly healthy, lots of antioxidants. Let me see what it says here. It says... Mm, Wow, how ironic. It says snack that sustains you and the Amazon. And I bought this on Amazon. How fucking weird is that? Okay, what else? Uh, GMO free. I like how they put that shit on there. Like, I didn't even know what a GMO was until a couple years ago. And now it's like everything is, hey, this didn't have fucking, this is not genetically modified. I'm like, well, you know, neither is this dick. Actually, it is. My dick has been enhanced by radiation, just like the Incredible Hulk. So, don't tell my wife. Um, what else does it have? No sugar added. Well, that explains the shitty taste. So, thank you for that, Wild Acai Fruit Strip. Okay, the second product that I have is I found it on top of the washing machine. It's, it's, it's Kroger, is the brand, baking soda. Yes, Kroger brand baking soda. Um, you know, every once in a while you put it through the washing machine, helps clean it out and stuff. And and what I found interesting and why I brought it upstairs is because uh, my wife will buy Caveman Coffee. It's like 24 bucks a bag. It's very expensive coffee. I have two cars. I'm only one person, but I, I, I have a brand new Ram pickup truck. Uh, four-wheel drive, Hemi, all that good stuff. And I have a Dodge Challenger SRT8. I spend so much money. And uh, like neither one of them is paid off. I pay insurance, full insurance, full coverage, and car payment. Dave Ramsey loves me. One of them's leased. The other one I bought. 
but I spend so much fucking money on cars and, um, you know, my wife has coach sunglasses. I got, you know, some like five pairs of Oakley's, but we're not going to buy Arm and Hammer. We're going to buy Kroger because it's about a dollar cheaper. I think that's fucking, man, that's awesome. That's some, uh, that's some first world shit right there. I like it. So Kroger baking soda, I fully endorse it. It's better than Arm and Hammer because how can you make baking soda better than, I mean, what? Just buy the Kroger, fuck it. All right, the second, or the third, wait, here's the baking soda. Here, listen to the box. See, it's real. I brought it up here. I brought actual baking soda up next to my computer. And the third product is, hear that? Here, I'm even gonna, it's a spray, so I'm gonna prove that it's real. Listen, listen, turn your radio up. Oh, <coughs> Ugh, fuck. Ugh. Pause for station identification. I need to wash out my mouth. <laughs> Luckily, I have a bottle of water here. Oh, that went right up my fucking nose and into my mouth. Wow. That's some powerful shit. Okay. This is called ProSense. Man, I'm still tasting that. Ugh. ProSense odor eliminating freshening spray for dogs. And has a picture of a fucking dog that's smiling his ass off. Okay, let me turn on this lamp again. And it says, odor eliminating complex. Uh, use it between baths so you don't have to bathe your dog as much. Because if you have dogs, you don't want to bathe them all the time. Because it actually kind of fucks up the oils and their, the natural oils that, uh, that they need in their fur. And uh, if you have bulldogs like me, it fucks up their skin after a while if you bathe them all the time. And, uh, let's see, easy for, what's it say? Okay, easy easy to use spray. Okay, yeah, obviously, I just sprayed it in my fucking face and all over this fucking microphone. My, my mic screen smells like this shit now. And I will tell you, it says aloe vera on it, and it, it fucking tastes like soap, I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah, we use this on the dogs, and they get, when they get a little a little stinky, spray it on them, and then they, sm- well, you know, it's better than them smelling like, like shit, basically, um, in between baths, and it's, you know, it's all right. Little known fact, when I run out of body spray, I use this. This is basically Axe body spray for dogs, so, so that's it. Those are the three products that I brought up that I fully endorse because I paid money for them, or my wife did. And that's it. So if you're, you know, if you work at one of those companies, thank you and give me some free shit and you'll never be on this fucking podcast again. I will tell you right fucking now, if you don't send me some free shit, you're off the fucking podcast, unless you're NASA or Caveman Coffee, because I love that shit. Okay. Now we're going to start the actual show. Can you call this a show? This is just me fucking around behind a microphone, basically. This is about as unprofessional as it gets. I'm a regular dude, regular job, regular house. You just heard I got two fucking car payments. So why don't you blow this fucking podcast up so maybe I can have three car payments? Well, technically, my wife has a car payment, too, so we have three. We have two people in this house, three car payments. How stupid are we? Actually, we just sold one of them, so joke's on you. We got two car payments, so fuck off. 
Man, I just yelled in the microphone. Maybe I shouldn't have NOS as a sponsor anymore because it's like it's like snorting cocaine. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Straight up cocaine. Mm. NOS goodness. I'm talking shit like I've snorted cocaine before. I haven't. I've never really done a drug except caffeine. So that's probably why my body just fucking gets jazzed for caffeine. Because I have this this pure little virgin body. And then I drink caffeine and it's just like a normal people, person doing meth or some shit. So, Okay, welcome to the podcast. It is Easter Sunday. Hopefully you're enjoying your Easter Sunday. Probably when you listen to this, it's already... Uh, you know, Friday is Good Friday, so what's Monday? Better Monday? I mean, what is, you know, it's, you know, these two days bookmark Easter weekend, so we should call that Monday something, because guess what? I'm off on Monday. Yay! Um, so if you're listening to this, it's probably it's probably Monday. Hopefully you enjoyed your Easter Sunday. Uh, if you're a religious person, hey, bonus, because that's what this podcast is about. I don't do any fucking show prep. I literally came up with this concept as I was walking upstairs to crack the mic on this podcast because I thought to myself, it's fucking Easter Sunday. So what better thing to talk about than religion? Now, I'm not a big religious person, but I want to talk about religion because I do think that it needs to be that we have to have conversations about it. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I listen to Sam Harris all the time. I'm, um, I'm a big um, reader of like Christopher Hitchens and and uh, uh, Richard Dawkins. I've never read Richard Dawkins, but I've listened to him lecture. So obviously, you kind of know what camp I'm in. But I think it's it's real easy to get closed off to dialogue about religion when people are just shitting on your belief system. And some of my best friends in the entire world are hardcore Christians. I'm in the military, so there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people of faith that are in, in the military, I would say, especially in the Midwest where I'm at. Um, I would definitely consider where I'm at the Bible Belt because, man, there's religion runs deep, deep in the, these Midwest states. So, <clears throat> um, but... One thing I do uh, think is is there's definitely some good points, good parts of having a belief system and having something that that um, you kind of invest in that's a little bit, I guess, better than yourself, and you're trying to um, get to some next level or a higher thinking or higher purpose. I, you know, I don't have a problem with that. I personally think all religion is bullshit. Um, and it's not, I don't have any knowledge that anyone else doesn't have, but that's why I think it's bullshit. And I'm going to kind of break it down a little bit and I'm, and I'm going to really try hard not to shit on people's beliefs because you can believe whatever the fuck you want. That's, that's one of the beauties of this country that, you know, you can believe that, um, you know, Trump is, uh, Jesus reincarnated if you, if you want to, and no one's going to throw you in jail because you think that, um, but I do think that people, it's 2017 and we have so much access to information. And better than that is we have access to people from everywhere. We can talk to people in Virginia, can talk to people in California, and people in Canada can talk to people in Mexico, you know, as long as there's not a language barrier. But what's great is, 
is communication is you can get a lot of you can learn a lot of things you can you can open your mind if you're just willing to have a dialogue so <clears throat> i grew up on a little uh, little origin story on me a little little background is i grew up um in a very traditional religious household i, I was born into the catholic church i was christened as a baby as a catholic and my my uh family uh, on my dad's side was real Catholic, right? And when my mom and dad, my mom and dad got divorced when I was five and my dad left. I, I have never seen him since or nor talked to him since I was five years old and I am now 42. So how fucked up is that? But you know, whatever we, uh, we moved in with my grandparents, uh, my sister and I, my mom and my grandparents were Baptists. So they were hardcore Baptists, so that's what I guess I converted to. I don't know if I had to take a test or a quiz or I got some fucking little ID card or some shit or a brand somewhere that I, I've never seen. But I don't know how I converted, but I just started going to Baptist church. And when I say my grandparents were hardcore Baptists, I mean it was every Sunday, some Wednesdays, some Saturday nights. Uh, I went to Bible school, uh, which is in the summertime like a church camp, basically, um, all that bullshit. Right. And it wasn't a democracy. It was your fucking going. And so I kind of had religion shoved down my throat. So I definitely can, uh, I'm definitely in that, in that group of people that I know a lot about religion because I, I was immersed in it from an early age until I was about 14 when, uh, my mom and I and my sister all moved out of my grandparents' house and my mom was a little bit more open-minded to religion and things like that. And she said, hey, if you don't want to go to church, don't go. So, of course, I was like, peace out, church. And I never fucking set foot in a church for years, you know, maybe once or twice for weddings or something like that. But never went to for any kind of religion type thing until uh, basic training. Because Sundays, if you went to church, you didn't have to stay and clean the barracks. So <laughs> I went to church just to be able to fucking nap for an hour and you didn't have to worry about drill sergeants yelling at you, but I digress. Um, so I was raised in the church. Uh, I was immersed in it and you know, I definitely know that because I have some, have some sore feelings about, uh, religion that probably made kind of pushed me in the other direction a little bit. When I was a kid, I had a lot of fear about God. I had a lot of fear about Jesus. I had a lot of fear that somebody was reading my mind or some entity or God or whatever you want to call it was, was constantly uh, being the thought police. And so much to the point where I would think cuss words and I would go, oh my God, that's, that's terrible, you know? Um, so much so that uh, um, I would, I was nervous about, you know, telling a lie, not from the aspect of it's it's morally wrong and unethical, but I was going to go to hell. I was I was terrified of that shit. And every time I went to church, I noticed for the most part, and I, I'm not going to try to overblow the situation, but for the most part, it was a lot of uh, fear mongering. And I do remember going to church on Easter Sunday, and the sermon was extra long on Easter ser uh, Sunday. It was like two hours, and the feeling that I always got. Uh, at the end was you're a piece of shit. Jesus died for your fucking sins. And if you piss that away and you don't, 
acknowledge that, you suck. I mean, that's basically, it was just a very negative, it wasn't, it wasn't uplifting. It was, it was negative. You know, it was, um, this person died for you. What the, how are you living your life that you, that you deserve that? And and it was just, I don't know. It was, I, I just, I just remember always having just kind of like, God damn, man, this is some heavy shit for a fucking Sunday, you know? And, you know, when I was a kid, it just, it really made me uncomfortable. And I remember when I was, I think I was, how old was I? 12, maybe 11. And I was at Bible camp and we had to sit there and we we're getting lectured and they're like, we want you to accept Jesus as your Lord and savior and all this stuff. And all I know is, is everyone is supposed to have their eyes closed and raise your hand if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and savior. And I would, of course, peek my little eyes open and I would see someone raise their hand and then they'd go up and the pastor would fucking do some hocus pocus bullshit and they left. And I was like, oh shit, where'd they get to go? And I'm still sitting here. And like 20 minutes went by. I'm like, God damn, how long am I going to fucking sit here? And they're still trying to get people. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to raise my hand so I can get the fuck out of here. So I raised my hand. I walked up there and he blesses me or whatever and schedules me for a baptism and says, okay. And I got to leave. And we just kind of sat in the hallway and, and walked around the church. And I'm like, oh, this, well, that was worth it because I got the fuck out of there. And um, I'm trying to remember. I don't think I was ever... I, I, I don't even remember if I was fucking baptized or not. I have no idea. I know I accepted Jesus and it was purely out of get me the fuck out of here. And so I struggled with it for a few years after I stopped going to church. I really struggled with uh, religion. And, and this is why I struggled with it. When I was in my teenage years, I was kind of a loser. I, uh, I got picked on a lot. I never had a girlfriend. You know, I lived in a shitty neighborhood. I just had, I felt like I had a lot of things working against me. And it's real easy for you to think that there's some higher power that's either punishing you or giving you uh, an opportunity to like uh, have some penance and you, you might be able to get out of the situation. So th there, there was definitely times that like, oh, I had a big crush on a girl and she thought I was fucking weird and told me to fuck off that I would like, look to the sky and go, Oh, please God, you know, and in desperation, right? My prayers were never fucking answered ever. And I, that's not that, that doesn't solidify that there's a God or not a God or whatever else. Cause that's a whole different debate for another time. Um, but my point is that I, I ran to that only when my life was bad. And when my life was good, I was like, you know what? I don't need this Jesus shit. I don't need uh, God. I don't need any of that stuff. And then my life would start going shitty and then I'll start praying again. And then one day I just had a realization. Um, when I was probably 19 years old um, or 20, I can't remember. I, I had a really bad breakup with a girlfriend uh, that I lived with. And we we dated for like two years. And it was the first real relationship I had. We lived together for a year. And I broke up with her and then later tried to get back together with her. And she didn't want anything to do with me. And I really had, and it really kind of fucked me up. And I went searching for something. I, I went back to religion. I went back to like reading the Bible. And then I started looking at other religions and other, and then I started branching off into philosophy and uh, you can blame Tony Robbins because I built, I, I bought this self-help book that was called Awaken the Giant Within 
by Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins, you know, the, the fucking motivational speaker, really, really great book. I actually am a big fan of his, um, uh, I got a lot out of it back when, back when I was reading his stuff. And I remember he had a quote from the Buddha and I was like, what is this fucking Buddha shit? And then like, he had something from the Tao, from, um, uh, Confucius from, uh, Lao Tzu, all this, uh, you know, uh, Chinese philosophy mainly. And then of course, you know, Buddhism derives from India. Um, and so I started looking into some of that stuff. So I started reading about Buddhism, started reading, um, uh, Lao Tzu and started reading Confucius. And it really opened my mind to some other possibilities and for the first time in my life, when my life was going bad, I stopped looking to, quote unquote, God to fix it. And one thing, one awakening that I had when I first started studying Buddhism, and I, I am not endorsing Buddhism, nor am I saying I'm a Buddhist, but just listen and you'll understand my point. One thing, the biggest thing that I got from that is that Buddhists, they don't believe in a deity or not believe. It's just, it's kind of like whatever you bring to the table, that's, you know, if you want to believe, believe. But Buddhism is a practice. It's something that you do. Where Christianity, for me, was a belief system. And you did nothing. You either believe or you don't believe. And not saying you don't try to act like a good person or whatever, but I, uh, but I knew so many Christians and I saw so many people at church and they just did whatever the fuck they wanted Monday through Saturday. And then they would repent their sins or, uh, back when I was in the Catholic church, you know, they're, you know, you go to confession and then all of a sudden everything's, you know, Hey, we just wiped the slate clean. And Baptist was even worse. Cause it's like, once you accept Jesus Christ, it's like, you're a made man. Fuck you've accepted Jesus Christ. And I started thinking, well, fucking a, I mean, like, Hitler said he was a Christian. Does that mean he goes to fucking heaven? I mean, how's that work? And instead of racking my brain about all that shit, I found something that I thought worked for me, which was the practice of something where Buddhism says, here's what you do and here's what you don't do. And this is why. And they always, under, they always explained that, you know, the why behind it. And Christianity, for me, never did. I would ask questions in Sunday school, and they would be like, you know, because Jesus said so, or because that's the way it is, or because God is divine, and he's never wrong, and he's infallible. And I was like, man, that's that sounds like some fucking bullshit. Even even when I was younger, I was like, man, that's that's fucking bullshit. And everything was about guilt and everything was about to make you feel like shit. And Buddhism was was saying, no, if your life is shit, then look in the mirror because that's the reason. And if you fucking do something different and you and you start with the good intentions by acting right, by speaking right, by thinking right, by putting forth these, these steps, kind of like a self-help book, then you're going to start seeing that your life is going to change, not necessarily having a good life, but you're going to understand why you have a bad life and you're going to understand and you're going to learn something from it and see that even a bad life sometimes ends up being a good life. Meaning going through some struggle might make you a better person than someone that doesn't go through a struggle. And it wasn't a, uh, 
any kind of bullshit like um, Jesus or God will not uh, will not give you anything more in your life that 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 you're able to handle. Like if you had uh, four kids and they all died in a bus crash, it's like, well, Jesus is saying you can handle that. So that's why he took those children from you. And I was like, what the fuck? What kind of fucked up shit is that? It's like, oh, God is trying to teach you something. So he went ahead and slaughtered your fucking family. I thought that was so bizarre. And so I've never understood. I've, I just kind of abandoned all Western religious thought. And I just see it as bullshit now. I see it as a, as a weakness. And I know people that they, it's a, it's a source of strength for them and to each their own, if that's, if that's what it is, but I'm not a big believer, uh, that it's a source for strength for you unless you lie to yourself, unless you, um, unless you suspend disbelief and I, I'm not a biblical scholar. I have YouTube, I have Wikipedia, so I have, you know, I have all that shit and, you know, confirmation bias aside, you can research whatever the fuck you want and you can find some backup to it. I understand all the historical significance of, hey, all these things that are in Christianity, they were in this religion before and a thousand years before they were doing this, blah, blah, blah. I, I understand all that, that, you know, I was a non-believer before I knew any of that crap. Uh, that that does reinforce you know some of my thoughts, but here's here's what I don't understand. Okay, I look back at two thousand years ago, and there's some good shit. You know, Buddhism was around five hundred years before Christianity. Yoga was around you know eight hundred years before that, and, and we still practice that stuff. We still use it. I still find it beneficial. My wife teaches yoga. I think yoga is awesome. I've I've done it many times. Uh, it's, 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 it's a great, uh, workout. It's great stretching exercise. It really does clear your mind. There's some meditative type things that you get from it. Uh, Buddhism, of course, I just, I just touted, you know, that, that I learned something from, from some of the practices. Um, so, so I'm not shitting on it because it's in the past, but when it's a belief system, like the, the belief system that is something from 2000 years ago when they thought the earth was flat and they thought there were sea monsters and they, and they thought that the fucking, you know, they were just in the same time period as they thought that they had to slaughter people to fucking get the sun to rise and shit like that. And, and the, the, the lack of understanding that they had about things like disease and, and science and, and what makes the fucking, you know, uh, the currents change and what makes, you know, a tornado and stuff like they, they didn't understand any of that shit. And so every time something happened, if it was a fucking full moon or an eclipse is because God was trying to tell them something or they were being punished or something to take that belief system that was propagated back when people were literally retarded, uh, unevolved ape people, and then fast forward to 2017 and don't change it whatsoever and then put that into practice, I think is dangerous. And I, and I do think it's irresponsible. And if you have that belief system, that's, that's fine, but you, you have to pressure test it. I, I, I believe you have to investigate what, why you're doing it and what you get from it. Because this whole I'm doing this so I can get rewarded later. That's such a flawed way of thinking. 
And I don't really know that that's this whole, well, I'm going to believe so I can make sure to go to heaven and, you know, I'm going to get rewarded. And, and it's all you got to do is think about that stuff and really go, you know, what about your life or what about the, the real world makes you think that that's a reality? And when I started really looking into religion and the, my belief systems, it wasn't the literature that I read. It wasn't the education. It wasn't, uh, you know, document, uh, documentary on the History Channel. It wasn't Wikipedia. It wasn't YouTube. It wasn't, you know, Sam Harris or fucking Christopher Hitchens. It was my own common sense. And I started reading the Bible. And I remember when I was having, like, some real issues. And I go, I mean, with my beliefs going, I this this can't be real. And so I said, let me go back. And I just started kind of cherry picking and looking at some stuff in the Bible. And I was like, there's nothing that's in here, especially the Old Testament, that's like similar to what goes on in the real world today. That can't be explained by science, you know, if there was like a drought or something, you know, or you know, floods or whatever else. But then the supernatural shit, you go, you know, resurrections and fucking angels coming down and shit like that. You just go, okay, have I ever experienced that in my in my entire life? Do I see things fucking floating? Do I see people coming back from the dead? Do I see people, do I see uh, fucking, you know, giants and cyclops and fucking all kinds of other bullshit that they have that is... Uh, you know, just read Genesis and, and see that that uh, people live to be 900 years old. And it's, man, you have to suspend disbelief. I mean, here's, here's the fucked up thing is I got a buddy that's super, super religious. And uh, I'm a big sci-fi movie, movie fan. And he'll, I'll talk him into watching a science fiction movie that I really like and he'll watch it and he'll always be like, Oh, it's so unbelievable. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. And that's such, man, it's just hard to fucking believe that shit. And yeah, somebody could be a fucking cyborg or superhuman or, or, you know, and you're like, really? I remember my grandma when I was really into comic books, fucking saying that Superman or Spider-Man was completely preposterous and it was stupid. And I go, Grandma, you believe in fuck that somebody rose from the fucking dead after being crucified three days later? You know, you believe that shit. And he just ascended to fucking heaven. And and people thought it was so amazing, they decided not to write it down for fucking 200 years, you know? And, I mean, <laughs> you you believe there's someone that was 900 years old and, and that all of humanity came from two fucking, two people fucking each other and then their kids fucking each other and... It's 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 so bizarre to me that you would go. I think I can't read comic books because Spider Man is so ridiculous. And you're like, uh, I'll put Spider Man against fucking David and Goliath any day, or fucking any you know whatever story that you want to pick from the fucking Bible, uh, Noah's Ark, whatever. And it's it's uh, and I I I look at the Bible as these are metaphors for how you're supposed to live your life. It's not supposed to be taken literally. But there are so many people that do. They see it as a very literal thing, like those things happened. And just show me something in the world 
that represents that any of that is even possible. Uh, you know, no matter if it's miracles, no matter if it's, you know, resurrections. I mean, it, it, it's just um, confounding to me that people still believe that. Now, I understand the practice of religion, like it's tradition and it, it you know, unifies a community and we're trying to be good people. And I completely understand that and I endorse that. I get it. But when people sit there and try to uh, take the moral high ground and be like, you're not being Christian enough. You're not being, you know, whatever enough. You're not being a good Muslim. You're not being a good Jew. You're not whatever. I don't get that. I, I don't get where people have to use the shame and use the guilt. And that's where it becomes problematic. And that's when it becomes almost abusive. And uh, you're doing psychological warfare where you're you're pretending that there's some imaginary person that is going to punish you if you do not do certain things. Um, so I, I, I do believe people can believe whatever they want. And, and, uh, but I have a lot more respect for people that say, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is what I believe. Uh, I practice it because my father practiced it. My grandfather, uh, my whole family were we're in the you know church we're in the community but I'm not gonna sit here and say that I know for a fact all this stuff but this is what I this is what I practice and I'm you know I I, I take it with a grain of salt and I try to take the good stuff out of it and get what I can and, and I got man I got nothing but love for those people um, I understand why you do that stuff I mean I've been I have uh, you know nieces and nephews that are fans of case of well, I'm not going to say the college of a okay I'll say it K-State University because my sister is a fan of K-State University and her daughter is a fan of K-State University so her kids are a fan of K-State University they don't know why they didn't ask why they just hey my mom's wearing the shirt my grandma's wearing the shirt I'm going to wear the shirt I understand that's how people get into their belief systems but there's a difference between that and saying K-State is the only college you can go to. It's it's better than all the yes, all the rest. And when people start doing that shit and they start just kind of cheering for their team, it's that whole uh, tribal mentality of my shit's better than your shit. That that's problematic. And then and and the consequences with religion can be so severe if you get into some kind of um, you know real heated conversation about someone's beliefs versus someone else there there could be massive consequences you see that in the muslim religion a lot um and to be fair you saw it in the christian religion it just it was just you know a few hundred 500 years ago that you saw that but trust me a lot of people fucking died um in the name of christianity just as many people so you know there's blood on the hands of of every religion but why I go back to things like Buddhism or just philosophy is because there's there's really no blood on the hands of, of that kind of stuff. Um, it's important to know the why and it's important to really uh, dive down deep in your beliefs and really test them out and put them to practice. And I don't know any Christians personally that do that. My grandfather was probably the last one that I really thought that lived like a Christian. Um, but everyone else, they cherry pick, you know, there's like 69 passages in the Bible that condemn drinking alcohol 
and another 30 that condemn being intoxicated. Every, every Christian that I know fucking gets hammered. Uh, there's, there's passages about defacing your body. You know, people get tattoos, you know, they call that self mutilation in the Bible. Um, and I know so many people that they do not actually practice what they preach. They, they pick and choose what they want to do. They pick and choose how they want to live their life. And they still want to, uh, you know, chase riches and chase wealth, chase women, you know, have nice cars, uh, lie on their taxes, whatever else, and they still call themselves Christian. But people that adhere to a philosophy, uh, you know, that that adhere to a practice, uh, no matter if it's something like yoga or something like Buddhism or something like just, uh, you know, a 12-step program or self-help or something like that, you know, um, you pressure test it every day by, I need to start, I need to do these things for me to feel good. And, and if you don't do them, then you're not, you're not, you're not part of that yet. You know, you, you haven't accomplished it. And so it's not something that you just are, it's something that you do. And it's every single day you wake up, it starts all over again. And it's a, it's a constant thing. And, and if you don't believe in it, like Buddhism, I practiced it for a while and then it just didn't work. I didn't think it was a, um, it, it was, it, to me, it was impossible to follow in, you know, uh, materialistic America. So it was, it was just not for, not for me that I could, I could live every single thing that was in that text, but I took what I could and applied it much like, you know, people in other, uh, religions, except they're taking beliefs and all I'm doing is taking practice. There's a difference between believing something and, and practicing something because the only thing that I believe is that I don't have all the answers. That's the only real hard belief, hardcore belief that I have and that I'm going to die one day. Okay. I don't know what happens when I die and I don't think anyone else. Well, I know no one else fucking does. Everybody is guessing. And so that is how I get to be where I am is when I look at other people and they talk to me about religion, I hate to tell you this, but you don't have any experiences as a human being that I haven't had. You, you, you haven't been visited by angels. Fucking nobody talks to you. When you hear that voice in your head, it's called your conscience. Everybody has it. It's not God. It's not Jesus. And when fucking someone says, you need to fucking do this. That's your conscious telling you stop being a shithead, you know, or you're psychotic or you have a mental illness and that's not talked about enough. I, I, I've heard so many people in the town that I live in talk about Jesus told me to do this. So I did. And I'm like, okay, replace the word Jesus with any, any other person. And you would be in a fucking psych ward. You would get admitted to a fucking mental hospital. But if it's Jesus, you're allowed to fucking say, hey, why did you fucking buy that red car? Well, Jesus told me. Well, actually, I didn't buy the red car. I bought the blue car because Jesus told me the red car is too much like the devil. So I bought the blue car. And people would be like, okay. You know? I mean, believe it or not, no one would say that person needs to go to a mental hospital. Well, some people, like me. But, you know, that's that's the difference. Is that they think that there's not something... Uh, for them to do all they're doing is is they're being a counterpuncher you know they're reacting to what something else is telling them and 
what true practice and philosophy can do for you is it puts the ball in your court. What, what I loved about Buddhism more than anything when I first read it in that Toting Robbins book and the, those passages is that Buddhism made you accountable, that you had to do something. And then if your life was shit, it's really no one else's fault but yours. Everybody has, you know, different things that they, different starting points. Some people start, uh, you know, if it's a hundred yard dash, some people start on the fucking 90 yard line. uh, And some people start on the negative 30 yard line. But if you, if you stay at that negative 30 yard line, well, that's your fault. It's not your fault you where you started, but it definitely is your fault where you end up. And so no matter where you're at in your life, it's up to you to try to make it better. It's up to you to try to get to that next point. And uh, Christianity for me, what it taught me was to be passive and to pray and expect someone else to come and rescue you. And it's very ironic that very red-blooded uh, Americans that are usually are Republican, that they have a completely different philosophy when it comes to their belief because their political beliefs are, I don't want any handouts. I want to fucking have total control to do whatever I want. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. I want government out of my life. But their religious belief is, I want to be controlled. I want someone to tell me what to do. I want to be subservient. And I don't want to make any decisions. I'm going to ask somebody else and they're going to tell me what to do. Isn't that fucking weird? Isn't that weird how they're counter? It's counterintuitive to be a Republican and a Christian. But that's usually 90, I would say 90% of probably Christians are Republicans and probably 100% of Republicans are Christian. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. Those stats are, that's total bro science there. But a big, a large majority are probably religious people, I would say. You know, a large majority. And and, uh, I'm neither Republican nor Democrat. And not just because, uh, you know, I don't like the, the label of that shit. It's just because they both have valid points and arguments depending on what the situation is. It's, it's stupid to, to be on a team. You know, it's, I'm 42 years old. I'm not going to be on a fucking team. I do cheer for the Red Sox, though. But <clears throat> my point is that it's okay to e- explore that stuff every once in a while. Every once in a while, take whatever your belief system, whatever the thing that you were brought up, and say, "Okay, is this is this reality?" You know, um, you know, my 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 grandparents said that you know uh, Notre Dame was the best fucking college, and well, I went to this other college and I, I liked it better in Notre Dame, you know? So maybe, maybe it's, it's not true. Maybe I need to actually find out for myself instead of just having that inherent bias. But we're such a tribal people. It's hard to do that because if you grow up somewhere, if you grow up in the South, you're, you're cheering for the South, right? Uh, if you, if you grow up in, in, uh, you know, going to a certain school, you're always going to cheer for that school. Uh, high school or whatever else. And it's it's just weird how, how we separate ourselves. And so much to the point where if you live in in uh, a certain state, you can have a, a college, uh, two rival colleges that are 100 miles apart in the same state, and those fans fucking hate each other. But you extrapolate that out and you go, okay, I'm from Kentucky, so I like this. 
well, if somebody's from Tennessee, you don't like that person. I, I hate Tennessee. I'm from Kentucky. But you just hated someone else from Kentucky last week because you guys were playing each other. Now you hate Tennessee. And now you and the Tennessee person go, well, I hate that Yankee from New York. Fuck him. Fucking the South will rise again. Now you're unified because you're against somebody from the fucking North, quote unquote. Them fucking liberals from goddamn New York. And all of a sudden, Twin Towers fucking come down and now it's, hey, we're all Americans. We're all one, right? I mean, we're going to need aliens to invade before we unify as, as, as human beings. We always need something to fight against. And no matter if it's in your same city, you have rival high schools and people that hate each other because they go to different high schools. But as soon as you extrapolate that out to the world stage, it's America versus everybody else. But people forget that when they get down to the micro level, right? It's it's just weird. And I, and I think religion plays into that, into that tribalism that is built into our DNA is that we want to have a, I'm a Christian, I'm better than you because you're this. And, and you see that even with the different denominations of Christianity, with Mormonism and, and Pentecostal, I guess that's, uh, I think that's more like Catholic light or something, right? Or Methodist or whatever. And, it, and it's like those people will shit on each other. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, real, it's real weird to me. You know, you have Prote- Protestants and Catholics killing each other in Northern Ireland and they really believe the same fucking thing. Uh, it's 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 crazy to me um, of the death that has been uh, doled in the name of religion. And I do think that sooner or later we need to evolve from that. And uh, if you've ever read Friedrich Nietzsche, a um, I guess he was Prussian. I was going to say German, but I, I believe he was Prussian. Um, philosopher from the late 1800s to early 1900s that's kind of misunderstood because uh, later Hitler kind of adopted some of his philosophies and just kind of changed them to fit his own and and Nietzsche was not a big fan of Hitler but um, my point is Nietzsche one of one of his theories is that that humans need to evolve into something else, the Ubermensch or the Superman, the, that we need to be something different than a human being. And the only way we're going to do that is to kind of, we're going to have to be something else. You know, we're, we're going to have to evolve past, we're, we're still have the same monkey brain that we had 30,000 years ago of, of us versus them and this very tribal mentality and the way that uh, our belief systems work. And it's just, we're, we're still very, primitive in that way. And so I, I really don't think we're going to go any farther until we can start looking at religion for what it is and start looking at our, our um, the way that we want to be on teams and tribes and things like that. Until that stuff, those, those barriers come down, I, I think that we're, we're stalemated a little bit. I mean, maybe AI will fix that once we have artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence decides they want to kill every fucking human being because, uh, you know, that's going to help efficiency. You know, like some of the some of the people when they talk about AI saying, you know, that how artificial intelligence could evolve to kill humans because maybe we'll give them a task of get rid of all pollution. And then they, you know, they 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 keep uh, figuring out. Um, well, they, they they square that circle that at the end of the day, all pollution is caused by human beings and then they end up just eradicating human beings, right? So 
you know, that would unify us, right? If it's like, now we can go, fuck them robots, right? (laughs) That would be interesting. A lot of great science fiction movies. Uh, But, you know, where's our next evolution going to come from? I don't know. But be careful if you are, if you adhere to a belief system that the most primitive of human beings came up with. Remember, a lot of people that followed that religion um, and that religion, no matter if it's Buddhism, no matter if it's, or not uh, Buddhism, but uh, Muslim, um, Christianity, Judaism, you know, the Abrahamic religions especially, 90% of the world was illiterate. So they just believe whatever they were fucking told. They weren't educated people. So I don't know why we want to follow uneducated people. That's that's what you run into with the Muslim faith right now. If you go over to any of those Middle Eastern countries, a lot of the those uh, a, a big majority of like Afghanistan, th- those people are illiterate. They just believe whatever their imam is is telling them because they can't read it for themselves and try to interpret. There's no interpretation because they can't read it for themselves to try to interpret it a different way. Um, and, and that's the problem with Christianity 500,000, 2000 years ago. So, you know, we should evolve past that. We should evolve. And I think we are, if you see all this, uh, statistical data from the last 20 years, people are, are practicing religion less and it's not the practice religion I have a problem with. It's the, uh, it's the ideology that people bring. And then they try to apply that to other things in our society, no matter if it's school, no matter if it's finance, business, uh, you know, holidays, just stupid shit, right? Um, you can have traditions, but you got to also understand that it's like, okay, fuck. I mean, does anybody take St. Patrick's day real serious? I don't know. Do they in Ireland? Who fucking knows? Not in America. It's just an excuse to go out and get fucking drunk. Hopefully, uh, you know, Christmas and, and Easter can evolve into, let's just celebrate and not, uh, not think too fucking hard about, you know, some, some dude hanging on a fucking cross that he was a fucking person. He wasn't the son of God because magic doesn't fucking exist. And, you know, that's, it's just common sense to me. And if there was a God, I don't think that he would get mad at me that I would fucking, that I would say that just doesn't seem believable because I've never experienced that in my real life. I mean, why would you believe in something that you haven't seen or done with your own eyes? And that's essentially what this podcast is about is education through experience that the best thing that you can do for your life is experience as much of life as you can. And it's okay to read and educate yourself, but you got to pressure test it. You got to go out and see it for yourself. If somebody says this monument is the greatest monument ever, and that's what all the books say, sooner or later, you got to go see it for yourself. And, and, and then maybe you can go, Hey, that's really not as good as this other one that I saw. And then when someone goes, Oh, that's the greatest monument say, no, it really wasn't that good. You know? And you're talking from your own experience, not just, and you've heard people say it where they're like, no, that's not true. And they're just talking about something they read second or third or fourth hand knowledge. And that's Christianity is like sixth hand, a hundredth hand knowledge. I mean, it's not even close to being a first hand account. Um, so don't be afraid to try to move in that direction. I know there's a lot of fear uh, to do that. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not telling you to abandon um, all things of faith, but you know, keep an open mind because that's the only way you can evolve. Because if you find counter evidence, you have to be able to evolve your idea or your belief. 
it's, it's important to do that. And so try to get more experiences, try to, try to figure that out. And I have gone to the most, you know, religious places in the world. I mean, I've gone to the Sistine Chapel and I, and I felt nothing. And people, I remember people said, you cannot walk through the Sistine Chapel and not feel the power of God. And all I felt the power of is Michelangelo is a bad motherfucker. I cannot believe he painted all this shit. They're like, it was the work of the divine. No, motherfucker, he did it in seven years. If it was the work of God, he would have done it in fucking 48 hours. I mean, goddamn, man, fucking, you know, that's, that's, (laughs) how's it the work of God when it took seven fucking years, you know? It's like, Jesus, man, have a deadline, motherfucker. Come on, get to work. Seven years, really, motherfucker? So, you know, that's, people just, they, they, I don't want to say overthink it. They underthink it. They, uh, they, sometimes it's the, it's the simplest solution and people don't want to believe that they want to believe in miracles. They want to believe in something that's this, this great thing. Right. Um, and they, they, they have hope for that, but if you've never experienced it and you've never seen it with your own eyes, you, you, you got to question it and, and hearing a voice in your head or dreaming something you can't you can't say that's an experience, okay? Chemical reactions in your brain when you dream is not an experience, right? You have to actually go and find and see that. If you see someone rising from the grave and ascending to heaven, by all means, believe. <laughs> if you see actual fucking miracles, if you see you know that shit, but that doesn't it it doesn't happen. Okay, we don't have superhuman people. The X-Men aren't real. Neither are the Avengers. And Jesus probably was real, but he probably wasn't the son of God. Um, so Easter, hey, I'm all about Easter bunnies and Easter eggs because the whole fucking um, seeing a guy dying on a cross, that whole guilt trip. Yeah, that's uh, that's for the 2,000 years before Johnny Doe. That's one of my great, 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 you know, times, however many generations. That's for him to fucking feel guilt about. That's not for me because I'm not going to believe in some archaic uh, brainwashing to just make me feel like shit every day. You know, fuck it. You know, people, people get mad. You know, white America gets pissed that black people still talk about slavery. And it happened in fucking 1850s, right? Uh, you know, or up to 1865. But they still want you to feel guilt about something that happened 2,000 fucking years ago. Another contradiction. So um, I'm not going to keep harping on that. It's just, I thought it it was a good subject on an Easter Sunday. Um, You know, believe what you want. My, uh, you know, my wife was, uh, grew up in the Catholic church and I'm not going to speak for her, but she is the, the most gentle soul you'd ever meet in your life. And she's not a big practicer of uh, religion. She didn't go to church or any of that stuff, but she just takes some of those core philosophies that she learned from growing up uh, religious and just tries to have accountability to be a good human being. And if nothing else, take that, but you don't have to take all the guilt and all the shame and all the other bullshit that comes with it. Because you're your own person, and uh, at the end of the day, you're accountable for your actions. And when the lights go out, the lights go out. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you what happens. And guess what? No one else can either. Because I've never met somebody that has been brought back to life. Um, if there's somebody that flatlined on the fucking, on the, uh, 
operating table and they came back and said, well, I saw God, I saw this. Well, you know, I close my eyes at night and sometimes I see fucking alien spacecraft and fucking dinosaurs. It doesn't mean that I actually experienced that. It just means that there are some fucked up chemicals in my brain that made some cool ass fucking dreams. And, uh, it, you know, it's not that big of a leap to, to think that most people's experiences, quote unquote, um, you know, when they are doing, no matter if it's psychedelics or having a near death experience is something similar to that. So whatever, you know, believe what you want at the end of the day, you can, and, uh, so can I, but you know, explore, go out in the world, go to these places and see if you, um, if you feel any different when I see the Sistine Chapel, I think it's more, uh, I think it's kind of a slap in the face to Michelangelo to, to say that that's the divine hand of God, even though that's what he believed too. But you know, he was a fucking idiot too, by today's standards. Right. I mean, good luck him passing, you know, passing the third grade today. Right. I mean, you think he could fucking, uh, you know, talk about uh, jet propulsion or any of that shit? Probably not. Neither could I. But my point is that he was, had a fantastic talent and hard work. And, and to me, that's more of a, uh, something to celebrate of what human beings can accomplish. We don't always have to say it's the divine. When Usain Bolt runs faster than everybody, that's not God propelling him. That's his ass. When Mighty Mouse fucking won the title again last night in Kansas City and UFC, that wasn't God. That was him. That was his hard work. That was his belief system. That was his mind, body working together and using whatever talents that he was born with. It was maybe 1% of it. The rest of it's fucking hard work. All right. It's not, there's no divine intervention. Okay. If, if, if there was such thing as divine intervention, the Pope wouldn't need bulletproof glass. Just saying. All right. That concludes this podcast. Please subscribe. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Uh, Follow me on Twitter. Go to www.afootpodcast.com, a foot podcast on Twitter, or a foot podcast at gmail.com. Let me hear you out there. And of course, subscribe on iTunes. I really do appreciate all the support. I appreciate all my listeners, all, you know, three or four of you. Uh, Most of you I know personally, but um, thank you. And we'll see you later. Bye bye. Okay. All right, kill the mic. We're done. We're done here. Let's keep it professional. Um, you know, already, you know, already shut off the microphone. So, um, you know, we're gonna edit this shit and try to make it really fucking polished. All right, these people deserve a good fucking product. Yes, these fucking idiots that listen to this podcast. I'm not gonna talk shit about them, but it, you know, the microphone's off. So, fuck them. Fuck these people. What? The microphone's still on.
You're so wise. But like a miniature Buddha covered in hair. 